nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to this week's Nerdables. This week we are talking Disney removes Fox films, Shang-Chi casting, Paramount wants more G.I. Joe, and I'm sure that Chris and I will come up with a few other things to talk about as we're going. First this week we want to thank Joe Jackson for pointing out last week that our whole podcast seemed to get messed up, which is fitting with the title of last week's show because... But we just, for some reason, just kept repeating something. And one line just kept repeating for the whole hour. It was the first, like, four seconds. Yeah. How old is this popcorn? Um, about a week. <laughs> it's, like what you, it's like what you get at the, the stadium or at Disneyland. Oh, no, that Disneyland stuff is not a week old. It is by the eat. evening. Um, that stuff's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, yeah, now, thank now you. Thank you for... We ended up fixing it. It just for some reason when I record when I was editing it, and uh, it just I don't know somehow from the uploaded wrong. Yeah, it, it just it, glad you still had the it glitched. Oh yeah, I always keep the uh, the master episode for a while. So uh, yeah, thank you again, Joe, for that, um, and continue listening. So Disney We're up to two two listeners. Yeah, your cousin and Joe. <laughs> Oh, wait, no. No, there's like four or five. Maybe four. Eric and, uh, and Doug. Yeah. Shout out to our four listeners. <laughs> hey, look, we have more listeners than, than hosts now, so. At least this that's week. That's big. Yeah. Most weeks, because there's only three of us. So, yes, yeah, so the big news this week, is, as reported in Variety and a number of other places, is that Disney uh Disney faced a a third quarter loss, which seems impossible. Weird, considering that three of their four or four of their five movies this year is over a billion dollars. But um, we come to find out that they expected Fox to perform in quarter three at one hundred and eighty million dollars, and instead they took one hundred and seventy million dollar loss. Right. So, <laughs> and a big reason for that they're saying is one of the big reasons is because of Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix, yeah. Dark Phoenix lost a lot of money. So with the result of that, and this is something that's been happening for a while, and it just kind of has now come to light to a lot of people because we've seen it. That's what happened with Mouse Guard. Yes. Is that Disney has pretty much dumped anything that isn't very far into production from Fox. Or a property they know they can capitalize on. Well, that's what I'm saying. In terms of production, if you're not ready to shoot or pretty damn close, they canceled your film. Right. Um and from what uh, the reports were, that they have plans for Home Alone, uh, Night at the Museum, for some reason, and there was one more that all there's of a sudden th- there, there were three, There's four of them. There's Night at the Museum, uh, Home Alone, um, the two properties that we really don't care about, it seems like. Um, what was, what was it? Uh, Cheaper by the Dozen and the Dire of the Wimpy King. Yes. Kid. The only one of yeah, those... Bob Iger told Wall Street analysts that Fox superhero titles would move forward under the stewardship of Kevin Feige, who's a part of the MCU. Which we already knew. Which we already knew. We just assumed that the whole time. And I guess this is the official, yes, he's going to run it. Right. Which, again, to me is, we're not going to see mutants anytime soon because he don't give a damn. Uh, and that also the... Um, 
Oh, that's what it is. So the part when in it and he says he said that the company streaming platform Disney Plus will get four brands from Fox to adapt a straight to service content. Which includes Home Alone, Night at the Museum, Cheaper by the Dozen, and The Diary of the Wimpy Kid. A lot of people were reading this and going, oh, they're going to reboot those films. He specifically, apparently, said these are Disney Plus right. things. So whether they're series or, you know, the old direct-to-DVD sequels. Well, they did. That's Disney, where we're getting. there was a Home Alone short or, you know, like a, a mini-movie that they did. It was not a reboot, but kind of a reboot. And Disney, it was went like to straight to Disney Channel or something. Wasn't it a cartoon? No, there was a cartoon, but this is like it was like four or five years ago they did one, and it went straight to like the Disney Channel or something. I love Macaulay Doug's flavor straight to plain. Yeah, I love Macaulay Culkin's uh, tweet showing what Home Alone would be like now. Yeah, and it's him sitting on the couch with his belly out, with a bowl of cereal or something on his stomach, and his phone and his laptop. Yeah. He's like, this is what Home Alone would look like right now. And I was like, but you know, Night at the Museum, I could see them doing like an animated series or something, you know, or maybe maybe a short series, and not nothing with with um, Ben Stiller in it. I don't think Diary of the Wimpy Kid. What was, the, what was the last job Ben Stiller had? That's been a while. Uh, working on SNL as uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> as as what's his name? For uh, uh, the political stuff, um, no, uh, Night Museum. I can see them doing uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I can see them because there's like what eleven books or something like that of mm-hmm. that. That you know, and they were, they didn't that's do an easy. That's, that's an easy, easy series to do, especially it's easy since, as a as an animated series because it's a you know it's drawn. So well, but I, I can see them doing it as a as a live action series because they're already doing the Breakfast, uh, not the Breakfast Club, but the. Uh, the Babysitters Club. They're doing those books as a uh, TV series, which starts. Well, they're actually shooting right now. Just, they yeah. just cast. As Variety reported, many industry insiders have speculated about the long-term survival of Fox as a standalone content engine. Iger said he's assigned his top film lieutenants Alan Horn and Alan Bergman. How many people are named Alan? I know, I right? Know, I know it's a, it's a standard it's, Jewish name. Yes, all over Hollywood. But God, there's a lot of them. Uh. Top of the Horn, Ellen Bergman, to apply the same discipline and creative standards to the division. It's been tossing the majority of projects in development and taking the label in a new direction with all new development slate that focuses on a select group of properties. So well, that's, where, that's where the, the thing is, uh, for in terms of the movie side, the James Cameron sequels to Avatar are going as preceded. Uh, a continuation of Planet of the Apes. I didn't though, realize they were going to continue that from where they left off. As of right now, there's nothing in production. Correct. So we don't know where that's going to go. And uh, Fox Search Searchlight, I can't say that, Fox Searchlight will also pretty much not be, it, there's not big changes in Searchlight, except that they'll be making content for Disney Plus as well. Yes. So you'll see some of that stuff. That they'll they'll be basically be doing like the Netflix independent But the stuff. thing to take from it, from Iger's point was he said that Fox's film division is going to scale back on the number of releases they're going to have a year. And again, this is something we talked about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Why would they compete against themselves? Well, the interesting if thing. Disney's idea is to gobble up these studios and actually just for the point of to stop having them make films as many films, because again, there's too many films out there. Well, there's look, too many good films. There's too many bad films. There's just too many films. Think about it right now. There's no Disney films out other than Lion King, which is wrapping up its run. 
That's the only Disney film that's currently out. Well, Far From Home still has, still in theaters in some places. Oh, uh, the, but those two are pretty much, and then that's really more Sony. That's listed as Sony distribution. It's, still, it's far from, right. It's a Marvel film. Um, but those are the really the only two, and there's nothing for Disney until November, when they have the Pixar movie that's coming out. So, them to you know to scale back so now they can just do like they'll fo- I think Disney's going to focus on making their live action princess movies, and those type films pixar because pixar uh, pixar marvel and lucasfilm are still running as independent companies as far as studio within yes but disney Disney controls their studio within this is what happened with solo it was disney that told lucasfilm you're not releasing it in december correct Um, which is what they're trying to do with fox what they've said is that it'll take a year maybe two years before they have an impact on films in production and they said they're, they're confident they're going to turn around the results of Fox live action. Right. Because, again, we can't think of a Fox film that's live action that's really been that good since all the way back to, what, Days of Future Past in terms of a superhero. I mean, there's, you don't think of Fox as a property that has these kind of pieces that are out there. Fox, well, they have the dog Fox has, film Under now, Disney, right? Fox still has films dated through the end of 2020, including Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, uh, Women in the Window, which stars Amy Adams, and Ad Astra, which is a Brad Pitt drama about him being an astronaut correct that one goes out this this uh november october so i think for the next two years we won't see a lot of stuff that says fox on it uh whatever's in the can right now figure out what they're going to do with franchises like aliens and predator which for people saying disney's never going to release it yeah they are because they they seem committed to leaving fox as a studio in order to release those types of films Mm -hmm. and they know there's money on the table there's money there. You well, make a good alien film, you make a good Predator film, and there's money on the table, and there's tons. Of, even as bad as Predator did, there was still merchandising money as correct. people, you know, you have different companies that want to make Predator. But Fox also, like, they have the, that, uh, I Ran the Race or something, the dog movie that's out right now with, uh um, Racing in the Rain. Racing in the Rain. So they, they have all those properties that they've been releasing, and that, you know, which is... Well, everything to this year, I mean, that stuff's done, so there's nothing... You know, Disney isn't going to just say, you know what? It's completely done. We paid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to cut it. We're going to see in the next like next year. And especially when you get to 2021, that's where you'll see whether they've started to fast track stuff that will come out that year or that year is really fallow for Fox properties. Right. I mean, again, you're a studio that now has four major studios. You have Disney, Pixar. Five, really. Mm-hmm. Disney, Pixar, Lucasfilm, uh, uh, MCU, Marvel Films, and now Fox. But for them, you can't live on, as much as you think you can, you can't live on Avengers alone. Right. You know, you can't just make, we're going to make four MCU films a year and that's it. Well, you they see that, that Lucasfilm now has a film coming out that's not Star Wars or Indiana Jones. It's the first one that uh, that's come out since Disney bought them that wasn't a Star Wars film. What is it? I, they just announced it this past week. Is it Red Tails too? <laughs> no, and it's not uh, Stranger. Well, it was it's Red, not. Red, uh, it's not Stranger Things. Everybody, calm down. We yeah, the third season was good. What was the uh, Strange Magic? Oh. Was the other was the other um, Lucasfilm film that came out after the well, technically after Disney bought them. It was a that was it, that was the first film that was a Buena Vista distribution. 
waiting in this. Um, but no, we we kind of knew this was going to happen. I didn't realize that. Um, I didn't realize that Fox was as bad off as it was. Well, see, that's the thing is we finally got concrete details from Bob Iger as the CEO of Disney because he had to talk to investors about how much money they lost in quarter three because of Fox. Right. Because the Disney stock went down. So that's he has to be there putting the the, the positive spin of we're not going to spend as much money because we dumped all this stuff in production. So we're not spending any money there. And we don't know what we're going to develop yet. And the stuff that's done is going to be out. And then also we're going to shift some content onto Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the big things, as you've said, about you know making a lot of the next month and a half about Disney Plus is him telling him we're going to have a lot of content. Look at these four franchises that are named franchises that people follow and they're going to go to Disney Plus. And then Fox will create stuff. Fox Searchlight will create stuff for Disney Plus as well. Right. Because the thing that you'd worry about with a single entity like this, and I think this is what kind of drives uh, the negative for Time Warner's or Warner Brothers streaming services or CBS is the lack of content. You know, CBS is like, here's all of our old shows and here's what? Two new shows? Mm-hmm. Children of Blood and Bone. It? That's what it is. Okay. That's the Lucasfilm right. that's in pre, pre, it's in production. Is it about him trying to build that museum? <laughs> um, like that museum's going up quick. They spent a billion dollars on that museum. Well, it's only a quarter of what he had. So yeah, uh, it's funny is they still have Star Wars Underworld TV series uh, listed for Lucasfilm production in development. Who? Who uh, has it listed? Lucasfilm does. Yeah, and they have the. Uh, I don't think Lucasfilm is like up untitled there. Kenobi movie in development. See, none of that's in development though. Willow TV series announced. Yes, but they can know that they've already announced that their standalone films are not in development. They're taking a break from them. Star Wars, uh, untitled Star Wars film 2022, Star Wars, uh, untitled film for 2024, 2026, untitled Star Wars project for 2022, Indiana Jones for 2021. So that's what they have. I wonder how many people forgot that movie's coming. Which one? Like the, Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones. Like big fanfare and then nothing happened and then they're moving it. They moved it back a year and then that's kind of, it's just in there. And then they also have untitled Star Wars uh, trilogy episode one, two, three. That's Those are, Ryan's. huh? That's probably Ryan's. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and yeah, but that, that's all they they have. Those thirteen titles listed for in, so much, in so production much or development. So far away, it's not well, even. Just because something's in right development now, doesn't mean it's ever going to get made. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Is you you can say in development all you want doesn't yeah. mean anything. It's just like a, a show on hiatus doesn't mean it's coming back. I mean, if you have fifty scripts for a Star Wars uh, Underworld show, you're not you're going to put well that's in development. What you have. More than likely, what we know there is there's the Mandalorian. Oh, they also had the Castlian show. Clone Wars, on there. there's Clone Wars saved, and Rise of Skywalker, and we know that the Game of Thrones guys are making at least two films. Right, and they have uh, they have Sky, uh, the Star Wars Castlian Andor series announced. Yeah. See, just because something once it, once it gets announced, that gives me you know eighty twenty. Right. Something can go wrong. Oh yeah, sure. You know they announced New Mutants. Well, um, uh, Star Wars detoured. Or, uh, well, yeah, yeah, but that that's special circumstances. <laughs> they still they're they're talking of launching that in twenty twenty one on yeah, the on the app. But that's one of those but things where it was in it was everyone made. Everyone is so desperate for content online. Oh yeah, 
oh, the guy who did Mad Max, he's directing Boba Fett, comes out next year. No. Right. And he said, he was like, I was never contacted by that. I don't know what you're talking Matter about. Matter of fact, they did announce a uh, Thunder Road, or a Fury Road, Road. 2. Yeah. Which isn't that Fox? Or is that Sony? I don't remember. It's one of the two of them. There's only three studios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's four. Legends Pictures like, hey, come on. <laughs> Universal's going, uh, we make films. Do they? <laughs> they they try Universal film. Well, um, Hobbs and... Oh, do they have that? Yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? They have all the Fast and Furious. My friend said it was the dumbest movie he ever saw and he's never had more fun in his life. Apparently, the new wrestling company, the one you always make fun of, and say A&W, it's AEW, Put a trailer in front for their for the show that's coming out on TNT. Well, you might they, as well. They put it in front. Of, that's a great marketing for yeah. it. Hell, Rock probably owns part of that. I know, right? <laughs> I'm the Rock. I'd invest in that. I'm like, yeah, I'll invest in that. Show up twice a year. Yeah. Make some money. Um, but I mean, Fox. We knew they were going to scale back. But well, I don't. I just don't. Not, I don't want to see. They scale back when you get absorbed by a company that's already putting out sixty films a year or whatever. Correct. Then you're like. We're not just going to add another 20 films to our own slate. Right. Because as we say, something like Avengers Endgame or Avengers Infinity War and Solo last year, they're competing against themselves. Mm-hmm. You get three weeks after, well, that's after why Infinity Solo... War as one of the biggest films ever and people rushing out to see it. And three weeks later, they have Solo and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. And the major reason for that was they didn't want to put Solo against Mary Poppins. No. They wanted Mary that, Poppins to have its own son. Uh, that wasn't it. What it seemed like was they knew the film was done and so they're putting it out. There was no Why wouldn't you put it out in August? Why wouldn't Because August is a dumb month. You either put it out in May or you put it out in December. Their thing for December and it, everything with it is wrong. And it's Disney not caring about what Lucasfilm wanted to do because all the reports and everything that I've seen and the insiders and whatever. And people Mm -hmm. said we wanted to put it in December because remember, we didn't get that first. We got the first trailer commercial in the Super Bowl. Yep. February 28th, less than six weeks. February, March. No, uh, less than 10 weeks. Mm -hmm. It was like 10 weeks before the before the the release. Well, because 10 weeks Avengers. Because remember, we had Captain Marvel, or we had we, we got had, we got the Avengers. We got the first teaser for Avengers in November. Well, the first teaser was actually at, for Infinity War was at Comic Con. No, I'm talking about Endgame. And then they did they did Endgame. They started promoting Endgame before Captain Last Marvel. Jedi. Last Jedi comes out, and it can't have any propaganda. It can't have anything for Solo because Disney had decided we're not we're not doing we're all of our marketing. Is going to be for Avengers until we get to well, obviously Captain Marvel too. But right, do we to get to Infinity War? But even but even we had a we had a cap we had a we had an Endgame trailer before we had a Captain Marvel trailer because we had a cap we got an Endgame trailer in November. I remember the teaser. Um, and Infinity War we had an Infinity, Infinity War. War was the same thing. Infinity War's first trailer was like in November for right, and then um, then they thought and Solo was until February. Correct, and we didn't get the full trailer for Avengers until remember, right. We or, never got a second trailer for Solo either. So, I mean, no, you only had ten weeks, so you put it out. You got there. some TV spots, but that was about that, it. That's not a trailer to me. No, 
that's that's what I'm saying. Is is that that type of thing? You're already competing against yourself with these big studios that you have. Mm-hmm. You're not going to add another one and go, okay, so Avengers versus Galactus in 2025 is going to open the week before Aliens Five. See, I can't it's imagine. Not a chance. I can't imagine there'll be any more. You know, the Fox animated films. I think those will get absorbed into Disney and Pixar, possibly, if the film's good enough. If not, it may just yeah. I don't, uh, animation to me is a little different because, especially with what Fox is doing, they only really have so, Ice Age anymore. That still doesn't mean that there or aren't films Sing, that are I there. I think Sing may be Fox too. It probably is because it's on FX every day. Um, animated's different because, especially kids animated, because your money, the bulk of your money, does not come in your box office no it, if you're pixar yes it does but but even then you, the bulk of it isn't but you get a ton of it in it but you get the places like fox it. and and sony and those types that have those those animated films that kind of come and go you look back on something even like the secret life of pets you're like oh secret life of pets that was a cute movie and you realize that made like a hundred million dollars right and it sold a ton of dvds because mm-hmm. a lot of kids stuff is still um physical content yes instead of streaming when you get into tweens that's where everyone's just streaming and then you get into old people and those are the ones still buying dvds <laughs> they're buying v- the vhs oh like where, why won't it fit uh physical copies people still look at me weird when i buy a cd we bought uh, we had to we ended up buying a physical copy of titans this week just because it was cheaper than going than buying just a streaming copy so we have a Blu-ray copy of it now. That's actually a really good show. They dropped the F-bomb so much. But that's the problem. That's where, I mean... And Robin kills halfway so through, many people. Halfway through Deadpool, I was sort of like, we get it. He can curse. Yeah. Okay, so that's... that's we well, see, established I know, that. I think that Deadpool proved with the Christmas one they put out. Of Deadpool 2, where they toned it down to be PG-13. It works. Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't prove that because it's it's existing content. No, I know. I said it. I said it from the start. That proves nothing. No, it proves nothing one way or the other. When you say, if you're going to release Deadpool three in 2021 and you're telling everybody it's PG thirteen, he says the F word once. He can't say the S word because we've already used up our MPAA. It can't be as gross. It can't be as gross humor. It can't be sexual situations. It'll, it'll fail. It can't be anything. I'm not saying it will fail. What I'm saying is that Christmas release does not prove that one way or the other. Because no matter what those those box office numbers were, they can be spun in any way because it's existing content. It's sure. just like saying, oh, you know what? We know Star Wars is a hit because we re-released Star Wars and people saw it. No, duh. Yeah. That doesn't prove anything. Or we put The Phantom Menace in 3D and no one went to see it. That proves Star Wars is dead. Obviously not. Force Awakens made a billion gajillion right. dollars. No, I, I don't mean that as far as number wise. I meant as far as enjoying the film enjoy, and enjoying the character Deadpool was. But again, you're enjoying the character in a setting in which you've already oh, sure. seen him. Sure. That's a, it's, let's see what a full PG-13 film does and whether it works. But the way that they've is. established him, I don't think that I don't think fans of those two movies are going to go see a Deadpool 3. Look, That's some why. of them will, but what I'm saying is it's not going to make the same type of movie or the same type of money. And it's, But Disney may look at it and say, 
the reason that Deadpool and even Deadpool 2 made so much money was the the kind of cache, the coolness of, oh, this is the R-rated Deadpool film. Right. You know, oh, it's an R-rated superhero movie. Oh, my God, this is amazing. We should go see it because it's R-rated. We got we to gotta go because there's boobies and the F-bomb and there's butts and there's gross humor. We got to go sure. see it. Somewhere down the line, that falls off the, the map. Well, see, I the, think the, what you the, do is the, – The notoriety of it – or not the notoriety. Not what I'm saying. The novelty of it yes. is gone. Yes. And that's why even for me, when I saw Deadpool 2, I was sort of like – It's the same humor over and over again. I was just looking at it going, I definitely did not enjoy this as much as the first one because – You've seen still, the jokes? It, it, no. It's, it, it still pushed the idea of, hey, kids, check it out. It's R-rated. We're well, cool because it's R rated. Remember, they did the baby hands in the first one, and then they did the baby legs. In yeah, the they second, did a lot of that type of stuff, which was basically the same. It wasn't. Joke. It wasn't. Even, but for me, it was still pushing the same idea of it's an R rated superhero film. Look at me, look at me. We're an R rated superhero film, right? Look at me, look at me. We're an R rated superhero film. And by Deadpool two, the shtick of that was worn off. They still pushed it, and when they weren't pushing it, it wasn't enough for me to really be invested in it as just its own film well i know that right but now I know a lot of people love that. there's a lot of people like the film better than the first one yeah uh, they're you know they're right well right now one of the things that disney that they you know they did talk about was that All disney and fox to, are trying to figure out a way to do deadpool 3 and, be, or bring deadpool in within the mcu cable versus thanos and that way you just have josh Brolin. <laughs> there's a rumor that thanos may come back in the eternals but younger it would show him you know before with the teenager um no but you know they've been trying to figure out how to bring deadpool into the mcu as an r-rated character i think that's your chance to to make deadpool a pg-13 character well you bring him in and then you can make your deadpool movie as a pg-13 i think no one in the mcu right now with the slate that we have for the next three years cares about oh deadpool. no i i agree that's I agree. the other thing is you're probably not going to see a deadpool film for four years 2025 i think is the next one that's what i mean you're not going to see another deadpool film for four to five years mm -hmm. so who knows what that character is going to be but you could have him within a mcu film before what, that what film announced does he fit in nothing that's announced exactly. i say you put him in spider-man 3 He's already. You've already done the slate to what? Twenty twenty three? No. Twenty four? No. Right now, the the slate is only to end of twenty twenty one. That's still four years. Twenty twenty two is well three years from now. You still? I don't think we see him for a while. And so who knows? I think all those properties, that type of stuff, is in limbo. And a lot of people are throwing up their arms. And I mean, again, you need content for the internet. So let's talk about what they're going to do with Deadpool. Because yeah, I, let's I talk what we're going to do with Deadpool. Three months ago, what are they going to do with Deadpool? Six months ago, when the thing was announced, what are they going to do with Deadpool? Three months from later from now, when no one's talking about anything, or four months later from now, once we get past Christmas and we figure out, oh, Rise of Skywalker ruined Star Wars again, or Rise of Skywalker saved Star Wars because time travel. They're going to start talking about what are what's Marvel going to do with Deadpool? What are, what are they going to do with them? What's it going to be? I don't think you see Deadpool well, until they finally do X Men, and I don't think they're going to do X Men for another five years. Well, I mean, Ryan Reynolds did put out that little uh, that murder board, you know, that was, and it was showing Deadpool. And Ryan Reynolds will keep himself as, as oh, Deadpool God, yeah. alive, but he put C, you, he put he put uh, Phase Five on there. Yeah. I could possibly see Phase Five. I could also possibly see him not being in that film. I could see that. 
I don't you're think gonna that re- would happen. You're going to recast. You, you, there's two ways to do it. You're going to recast all the X-Men. So why not recast Deadpool or recast all the X-Men and have Deadpool be the person like, this doesn't make any sense. I would lo- see. I think that's what they do. I honestly, it like I, like I said, what, again, it depends on what they do. But it's, at this point now, we're basically screaming at windmills. Oh, sure. Like there's just nothing there. That, it's, do you it, often it's, scream at windmills? Yeah. So does Don Quixote. <laughs> um, it's just like, what is it? Matter? There's nothing going to happen anytime soon. Correct. We Their thing now is for us. Well, not only that, what we've just seen, Disney's not worried about where Deadpool is. Disney's worried about losing two hundred or three hundred and fifty million dollars, expecting one hundred and eighty as a as a plus, and realizing that Fox is one hundred and seventy million dollars in the but hole. But Fox is starting do, to do. You bad. have a three hundred and fifty million dollar gap that you expected. They're not worried about Deadpool right now. They're worried about how do we get Fox to be a successful company. And if that's nothing in production, which as far as we know there isn't, then Deadpool is going to be years down the road. Or flush everything. Or it makes Deadpool come in faster because they need to have something of Fox make money. No, they don't. Because if Fox is absorbed by them and they just have these few films, as long as those films can pay for themselves, that's it. You're already making money with all three of your other things. As much as everybody's screaming about Lucas Fault sucks and everybody hates Star Wars, still makes money. Even solo, where everyone's like, oh, that's a flop. It lost money. No, it didn't. It still it didn't I mean, it didn't make as much as in terms of profit as something like Last Jedi or Rogue One did, but it still it still cleared what it what it cost and domestically plus. it didn't. If it doesn't have to, that's the thing. But see, most people, when people look at something and they go, is it a flop or not? Is if it made back its money domestically. What was this domestic take? Like 183. It was like 220 to make. That was one of those budgets, though. Yeah. Sometimes I think those budgets get inflated. Inflated? Well, we usually talk about how we think all the budgets are under because of marketing and all that. Sometimes I, I mean, wouldn't put it, but that was, uh, that was, um, what's his face? Is that was, uh, John Carter? No. Um, Peter Jackson's thing with New Line. Oh, yeah. Inflating the budget and misrepresenting the box office numbers. Basically by saying, oh, no, the budget was really 300 million and, and we only made 200. So you owe us $60 million. Yeah. But I mean, even something like John Carter made back its, you know, its take. John Carter, John Carter wasn't a flop in that they lost a ton of money, but it was just the idea that we were going to make more and now we're not. Correct. Versus something like Avatar, which lost a ton of money. Not Avatar, Avatar, but the last. Well, even uh, Cowboy. What was the uh, Lone Ranger? Yeah. Lone Ranger lost money. Uh, the Avatar the, the Last Airbender is one of those films that lost money and they're like well we're going to make eight of these and now we're not yeah um, what was that what was that one that uh, Clay Vagina did Alien <laughs> Woodley okay so what domestically uh, Solo did 213 its budget was 275 275 yeah it was a budget of Last Jedi and it only so solo worldwide made three hundred and ninety-two million. That's less than I thought. I it's less than I, yeah. I thought it was at least four fifty. Well, so it barely. I mean, it it. Here's the fun part now. Almost everybody I know didn't see that film in the theaters. Watching it, like, man, I really wish I went to see it in the theater. It's it's a good film. I enjoy, I like that film. I've actually at this point now I've actually seen that film more than Rogue One. 
I think I have too. I've watched it, I think, four or five times since I bought it. I haven't more than that, but it's a much easier film for me to put in and just like go. It's it well, it's just because it's a fun chase film. If you and have you the get to see parts of Star Wars universe, do it. That's the Disney Plus show. Multiple seasons of Han Solo. You do fifteen episodes and five issue arcs. I don't know. I, I would. I would rather see a uh, cartel one. That's what it is. But you're not. You're not going to do a cartel show. You're not going to do the five cartel. Nobody gives a damn about that. They're never going to. No. But I, I. To me, to me, if you if, if you, you did the there, cartel show about, and you had him come in and long, out of it. No, I'm talking about doing a long stream. You know, multiple seasons. The easiest thing I can think of with somebody with a character you would know is Han Solo or Lando. Lando would be great too. But I don't. Think, I don't think you're getting Donald Glover. That's the difference. Because Donald, they, Donald, they, Donald Glover's like, okay, I'm producing, acting, writing, starring, doing the post production, editing. I don't know. Catering, I, think, I think if you everything him, for Atlanta that's still going, and he's got his music career, and he's got. I don't. I don't think Donald Glover's going to. I think if you said episodes. that we're going to do an eight to ten episode Lando series. He'd say sign me. I'm not talking about eight to ten. I'm talking about the idea of you gotta find something that's gonna give you multiple seasons. That's going to be something that you can do either every year, every other year that are gonna get people excited. And I think with the amount of fans who've kind of turned around and the vocal people that have, you know, that the make solo two happen hashtag and stuff like that, I think you could easily do three seasons, do one a year of just five episodes. Just do about five hours, five to six hours, somewhere yeah. in there, of a job. Of you know, he's working for Gorax the Hunter, or the you know, or whatever. Just give me some some bad you guy. Even do Jabba. Show them. Show, you can I do mean, one you season. Can do Jabba as as a CG, so you can do that too. But that seems to make the most sense to me. Yeah. In terms of if you want to do the Mandalorian, makes sense. Cassian, and, but like Cassian, the Cassian series, that doesn't make sense for more than it, a season for me, unless you have him, unless you de-age the hell out of him. Correct. And give me three seasons before rogue one because you're you, not doing anything after you're doing basically a rebels type live action series then right but with cassian i don't think that makes sense no because that character is wrong correct to do it um unless you turn uh, that into your underworld and it's just like black ops missions no but that's the thing there's not enough time to oh. me, there's not enough time. Well, that's Daniel why Daniel Luna is too old to do three seasons of that. Yeah, and set it three years before. And again, we don't know how compressed the time is with K two, and he is in the series. And that's what I was going to say is if you did it before K two, ten years of Han. Yes, between Solo and A New Hope, is it ten? It's right around there because it's right in the middle. Because a lot of people are lot, they're saying that um I know there's an official timeline. It's, it's, it's in the beginning little. of Thrawn. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, no, there's all this stuff. So whatever. Fudge it wherever it is. Sure. You've got about a decade. You got a lot of time. Right. So doing, I think it is about 10 years because they did say doing, how the hell did he de-age this ship so fast? Yeah. And we saw. So Doing three seasons that take place within the three years after Solo makes sense. Yes, you do a you do a first one with him doing the job for Jabba because they grow into Tatooine at the end. You do the second one, give him a job with whatever. Have Boba Fett show up, right? The if first time if, they if you don't use him in the Mandalorian, use him here. Yeah, and then the third. Well, you season, still use him the third in the Mandalorian. Season, you have him meet Kira again. Yeah, and we find out what Kira's fate is. 
Or you do a Kira series. Man. You do that too. If you want to do the cartel series to me is you've got to figure out if you can get her to do the series. Right. And you can do multiple seasons of, you know, See, that's what I think. Sons it's, of Anarchy and Yeah, it's basically you take you take the Kira character and you make that your underworld if your five if they're going scene, to you know, do, do five if they're going to do the crime series then they need to do her yes because it, it's not people are like we'll just do a, do, do the mall thing it's, we know what happens to mall we know mall's fake between rebels between all the seasons of rebels we know what happens to mall correct so that to me is not that interesting he'd be in the first season or whatever but it's more of if, if you have Kira trying to take over, trying to destroy the other syndicates, trying to stay out of the way of Han Solo, and he shows up for things, sure. Or Chewbacca shows up. I'm sure Jonas is one. Right. I'll come. That's cool. I'm eight feet tall. I'll take it off. Well, what, what's uh, what's his name that, did, uh, that was Solo doing now? I mean, he's not doing much. That's what I mean. That's the type of person that I think you could convince to do. You know, again, you're doing this kind of show – even though it's a lot of hours or whatever, there's cheaps to it, and you've got a lot more characters you can deal with. It's not like he needs to do a six-month shoot. Right. He can do it in five weeks or whatever. Ow. Um, so I was, I was thinking of that the other day. Like, that would be cool. That would be my thing that I would push for. I See, I thought when... I'd rather have that than a movie. I, I would, too. It's just like, I would rather have a Kenobi series... Than a film. Do five episodes because then you don't have to. But what are you going to do? We know Kenobi's story. You get to see more of Tatooine. You know, sitting in a hut? Well, you have. Here's the thing everyone needs to let Kenobi go. That's the thing I'm getting tired of. Everyone's like, we need more Kenobi. We need more Kenobi. We need more Kenobi. No, we don't. And I'll tell you why. Because we know all of Kenobi's story. Yes. We meet him just before he becomes a Jedi Knight or a true Knight or whatever because of the trials. He's a Padawan. And we get him to where he goes to protect Luke and sends Leia off to go live with somebody else and not be protected for whatever reason. And then we see now, we see him finally defeat Darth Maul in half a second. Mm -hmm. And then we see A New Hope. We know Kenobi's story. I still did. You see the uh, somebody made that footage of the extended Darth Vader Obi Wan Kenobi Death Star uh, battle. Yeah, that should be inserted in. Or it's it's a, it, this, it, again. It's trying to because if you insert that there, then you try to figure out like why does Vader suck so much at, Va- at Luke's fight? Then you mean the Jedi fight? Well, no, it, it, any of either of them. If Vader is so good on on here, if yeah. he seems so so skilled and so he can do all this, why doesn't he do that at, at in Bespin? Why doesn't he do that in the throne room? Oh, I'm sure somebody's going to go back putting, and read well, that's this. The problem, <laughs> and that's part of the reason when they when they've made Vader into this super massive badass yeah. in Rebels and in the the comic book series where he just destroys this entire legion of Rebel troops by himself, right? And you're like. Why didn't he go to Hoth first? Yeah. They're going, why are you sending Adats? Just go down there and whop these guys this way. Or just use the force and collapse the cave. Everyone's dead. Well, do you think the good. do you think the end of Rogue One then is too much for him? In a way. Because again, and look, you could put it, you have to take it out of your head. Because no, I know. It's just like everybody else, like, why does it look like this and it looks like that? Because there's 40 years between them. Right. You know, he People forget, we never saw anybody deflect a blaster bolt with a lightsaber until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You don't. You see the training droid, but he doesn't deflect them. It absorbs into it. Yes, it does. 
You don't see anyone deflect anything until Luke deflects them. Because I still remember sitting in the theater. Oh, again, we saw new stuff every single movie. Now I people, are, I, I don't think Ray and, and Kylo can talk to each other across the front. That's not a power we've seen before. Oh, so and I, I don't know how Leia moves herself. There's no telekinesis in any any of this. It doesn't work like really. You've never seen telekinesis. So in you didn't see Darth Maul pick up that little piece and throw it back behind him as he's spinning his saber right. to, to open the door, which was so badass. And in the cut, it's not as cool because even the widescreen is not as wide because it's sure oh um when i was watching the last episode of rebels today uh there's when when the hologram of the emperor palpatine has ezra walking through the jedi temple that he put on to to thrawn's ship which is the room that he was telling you in the book thrawn that he tells uh thrawn to build uh he as a as a as a hologram uh, you know undoes the shackles for ezra's hands mm-hmm. you know which is across you know he's on coruscant they're on lothal so apparently you can as a force user yoda summons lightning force. out of no, nowhere and he's dead oh for the yes for last jedi yes if someone pointed out there was a but that's very interesting. Jedi, Pablo so that's Hidalgo a has a, one. Uh, Pablo Hidalgo has a very interesting tweet. When she, it's um, it's a blog called Falcon A. Yeah, and they show how the the turret structure of the Millennium Falcon is complete BS because if you supersede the size onto the official thing, right. onto the official blueprint, the two the two hatches are right next to each other. Oh yeah, yeah, there yeah. Would yeah. Never be a ladder. Never mind that the gun is totally wrong. Right. They're both shooting up and st- straight up and down. But someone in the someone in the thread said that it never felt like they um, paid off the Obi Wan line of "I've become more powerful than you can possibly imagine." I always took that line to be like, "Now I can be with Luke wherever." The Force Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Because I've learned how to do this, and as you retconned it to the, to before, not no one had knew really knew how to do that before. Right. So Qui Gon figures it out. And it comes from there. I still can't believe he couldn't show up for two seconds in episode three. <laughs> just to appear behind Yoda. Um, I can't believe they didn't even just... That would have been such a because great... They mo- that would, that, and when you read it in the book, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. But they could have at least done that. You know, just taking his image. I know. I've Digitally. Still, I've still never understood Digitally, that. Digitally. It's such a it, great, great... In the <laughs> book, when you're reading it, it's Yoda's, and you're like, old friend wants to see you again. Because he doesn't Obi-Wan's have to on say the other anything. Side of the, yeah, Overone's on the other side of the uh, of the, the the desk or whatever the the, the room, the, the conference, conference room, and it, it, as the book describes, Qui Gon's ghost just appears on over Yoda's shoulder, right. just behind him. That looked that would look great. Nope, threw it out. Anyway, um, I always took the more powerful as, and that's why he gives up because he realizes one, he's probably not going to defeat Vader. Yeah, but the second thing is. I don't fear death anymore because I have the advantage. Right. I can talk to Luke wherever he is. I can train Luke. I can do everything. I can, I can tell him I on can the Death manifest. Star, the Hoth, Dagobah, and Dagobah again. I'm able to continue to be, and I don't have to physically be there. Because we know but the manifestation. What per- one of the things this person said is, uh, in a way, Ryan pays that off much later when you see what a Force Ghost can do. And oh, yeah. Yoda, with no corporal form at all, can summon lightning to destroy the tree, or you would think any enemy that he would want well, to. Well, yeah, but Obi-Wan's ghost moved limbs as he was walking through Dagobah. Well, there you go. 
So you know he was moving. He was moving objects. You know with his force. Walk through this. That would just look weird. <laughs> you know, I mean, if it, you can tell I'm hungry when I'm eating weak stale popcorn. popcorn. Um, no, but and that's why your thing with Disney popcorn not being that is BS. Because let me tell you, I had that AP bucket before people bought them to sell on eBay. I have the Main Street one. Yeah, where I had half a bucket of popcorn. I had it in my back street for like a week, and it was still good. <laughs> It was amazing. I was starving. Get in the car and I get a weird, you know, like, mm, I don't feel good. Mm, I'm very hungry. I need some. Pop that thing. Start eating it. That stuff's good. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, what, what was it? The, um, um, from a certain point of view book had a really great way where they, they showed the manifestation of the force ghost. That it was something, you know, even though they learned it, it just didn't happen overnight. They no. slowly bring, you know, learn to bring themselves into the real world. Well, that's why, uh, yeah, Obi-Wan can only use his voice when he's in the trench. Which also doesn't, the Force Ghost, to me, completely contradicts midichlorians. Because if the midichlorians are what give you force powers. To, the hardest thing to do to read Dark Plagueis, which is like the first non-canon novel I went back to try and read. And there's midichlorians are in it all over the place. I'm like, God damn, I forgot. I hate this. But, but think about it. There's no midichlorians in your dead body, right? In your force ghost. So that's totally... The midichlorians are ghosts already. I still think that Lucasfilm has missed a perfect opportunity, and they had it with Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon believed in the, or, or the living force. They allude to that. And I, I've always thought in that Master the and living... They, in Master and yes. Apprentice, they allude to the idea that midichlorians are actually not what they think they Correct. are. Correct. But they're wrong. That it's only those that, that believe in that believe know, a certain sect. Lucas has to come back and save Star Wars by making a trilogy about midichlorians. <laughs> I think Lucas should come back and do the one about the bugs. Okay. Wow. No. And complain no. about that for 30 years and then all many chlorians need to be left out and so does the, the Ezra and I, and I still the I, Ezra transport time transport needs to be left out nothing ever comes back oh, I'm so scared of that the world between worlds if that's part of us rise of Skywalker and that's how he comes back I'm worried <laughs> that's how you he rises he does the Lazarus and actually comes out of the I don't think they'll do it only because I don't think Mark Hamill is going to do another film well, no. They, this would be this is the last one of the Skywalkers, so they say. And, until until they figure out how to pay Daisy Ridley enough in six years <laughs> to do episode eleven or whatever, um, episode ten, episode eleven. They're going to skip episode ten. Just the the original the original Lucas yellow pad had twelve films. Yeah, and then he realized the last three of them were supposed to be this all out intense war. And then he realized how much films were cost to make. <laughs> like, oh damn! But um, still, the best thing that ever came out of *Phantom Menace*, besides *Qui-Gon Jinn*, is that that behind-the-scenes documentary. Yeah, that has no narration. They just let it speak for itself, and is the point where he, he's talking about a budget. They're sitting in the conference room. Yeah, and he's just like, "Okay, how do we make this picture for thirty million dollars?" And it was like, "We don't." <laughs> yeah. like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> This is 1999, even, and they're like, uh, "I don't know how to make this for this." It's like, George, you will not make any money off this. Which is the same thing as the. Did you ever watch the Last Jedi one? I think so. I think so. I think you remember it if you did. If you haven't, you need to watch that immediately. Maybe I haven't. That is amazing. The one of my favorite parts is when they're on the they're at the. 
basically the launch party the day before they're going to shoot. Yeah. So they have this big party in the uh, Lucasfilm or Disney. Uh, Sorry, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm talking. Um, <laughs> apparently Alexa wanted some attention. Yeah. The someone from Disney comes up with the paperwork for the budget for Ryan Johnson to sign. They're yeah. Like, this is your budget, and he just looks at it like. <laughs> is it going to be like and his his partner that's that's with him is like it ain't going to be like this again because <laughs> yeah. he goes back to go do a smaller film or whatever and he just looks at it like wow i have 275 or 300 million dollars to make this picture i made my last movie for less than 30 bucks you know that sort of thing if you haven't seen it um, i'll go watch it you mm, you may have to watch that tonight um it's almost as long as the film is it really yeah i think it's like two hours it's so funny the different groups that we, we belong to on Facebook that uh, the one Star Wars one I was like we remember the heated debate and I said yeah you should go back and listen to our episode and he's like yeah I need to do that he listened to apparently he listened to it <laughs> that was a long episode that was a very long episode but it was a that might be our longest episode it was longer than the movie <laughs> which yeah, was a long was. movie two and a half hours um, you and me yelling at each other yeah, but I mean, there's so much truth came out of that, though, and understanding of that film. My truth came out of it. Well, no, but it, it's true because now I think part of the reason that we, again a different experience also is because I saw it alone. Yeah. So I was I would I had nothing but myself to take into that film in terms of how I was digesting that film. Right. There wasn't anybody I was you know like even seeing Force Awakens when I saw it the first time. And I saw it with Melissa, both of us seeing it the first time. I think both of us were just sort of like, this is good, right? Is she liking this? Is he liking it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah. All right. We're okay. It's okay. We're all right. Like... Yeah. Okay. Kyle's kind of cool. Oh, like why this? did you tell him that's dad so yeah. soon? Yeah, we should... No, that was later. That, that was after the second viewing. When I saw it, after the, after I saw it the second time. I think it was after the second time. Because I know our review for that was big too. Because it was like eight of us here or whatever. Yeah. I don't, yeah, think, I don't we... think I brought it up in there. I, I want to say it was either the second or third time I saw it was when I thought of that change making it so much more effective to me. But 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 the 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 missed opportunity at the hug was immediate. Well that was immediate. I walked <laughs> out of the theater going, what the hell? Yeah. There's, I think everybody You're gonna hug some chick you've never met before? It's Chewbacca. Right. You probably helped raise your son who just murdered Pop and no big deal. Hey Chewbacca, yeah, just get that get that dude yeah, I got that trader dude. The guy. Did you to, see the guy that said the that Kylo is a double agent? <laughs> that he's. A, it's like, wait, are you forgetting he murdered his father? Whoops. I'm forgetting he murdered a lot of other people too. Yes. Um, you actually may have murdered more people than than Darth Vader does. Ooh. Uh, we, figured, we figured out after. Uh, well, not if you count the people. Not if you count uh, Rogue One. Oh uh, yeah, that does change things. The original well, trilogy, he, he shoots down. Are you talking about Darth Vader only in... Darth Vader in the original trilogy kills... Uh, doesn't kill a single rebel after A New Hope. No. He when he only he kills more Imperials than he kills <laughs> rebels. He, just, he lays waste to a bunch of Imperials. In, in, uh, <laughs> was he kill three people in Empire? Two people yes. in Empire? I know yeah. it's at least two because he, he kills Nita and Ozzel. Yes. I think those are the only two. But I remember we had that. We were talking here once, and I realized, like, before I think before Rogue One, we were on the air, and I was like, "You know what? He doesn't kill a single rebel after the first one. He uh -uh. kills he kills Captain Antilles, 
You just, mm-hmm. you know, chokes him, snaps his neck or whatever. And then he shoots down like three or four pilots. Right. At least. And that's it. He well, we kill anybody in Jedi. We see him kill at least at least two pilots. Yeah, I think he, I think he shoots three of them because he gets he gets he kills Biggs, Biggs, and he hits Gold Leader. Mm-hmm. No, not Gold more. Red Leader. And he gets a Y wing too, so that's your third. Yes, he gets someone in Gold Squadron because I think the one where it's like the nacelle comes off. I'm pretty sure that's him. I could be wrong. It's, you see it kind of going towards the left side of the camera. It's the first trench run. Yeah, I think I think that I think he gets. Think maybe he them. doesn't kill Red Leader. Red Leader, but Red Leader does die. You see him. Everybody dies except Wig. I still want to know. Wig, Wigs. Wigs. <laughs> Apparently, I'm shipping Wedge and Wedge and Biggs as a couple. <laughs> so Wigs, uh, Wedge, Luke, and a Y wing that I still have no idea who that pilot is. I was thinking. I was thinking that was Gold Leader, but it may not be. I think you see Gold Leader die. I don't know. Do we have other topics? <laughs> yeah, we do. Like uh, Shang Chi uh, casting news. Jackie Chan in Shang Chi. I got a feeling Shang Chi is going to be like Shang Chi for Asian people is going to be Black Panther for African American. Whoa! You think? If you're an Asian actor. Yeah, who's got all of them? Who's right there? Jackie Chan, Jet Li, and then you get the one white guy who's going to be Iron Fist. <laughs> no, you get um, you get Martin Freeman to show up as uh, <laughs> as uh, Secretary Ross again. You're not Secretary Ross. Um, oh my goodness, what is his name? It's um, oh my god, what is Martin Freeman's name in that? I said Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Martin, Martin Freeman. Morgan Freeman is in a Marvel film. He should be in Turtles. He could be you know who he, no, he could be uh, Black. No, he can't make him Black Bolt. Black Bolt isn't black. But he also doesn't speak. <laughs> make him Black Bolt anyway. <laughs> it just pisses everybody off. Yeah, it is Ross. It is Ross. It's, yeah. it's Everett K. Ross, isn't it? Yes. Okay. There's two Rosses. Yeah, there's Thunderbolt Ross and Everett yes. I, I would say secretary for him because he was working for the State Department in the comics. Right. He's working for the State Department in the, in the movies, too. Um, yeah, so this week, it was... It, well, there's a rumor. Negotiations to play Zheng Zhu in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. All right, this was a YouTube video. So, obviously, he's going to be... Yeah, no, he's, he's going to be... A, he's going to be a master monk. Which right. fits him, right? Yeah. He doesn't have to do he doesn't doesn't have to do his own stunts this time. He'll do them though. He'll do them. Do you ever see that video when his stunt team came back with him? There's a video of him. He's getting an award in China. And he's on stage with a couple of people from his current stunt team. Because the Jackie Chan stunt team has existed for like forty years. Right. And a bunch of the old the older guys, the guys that were there from the beginning end up kind of like sneaking up behind him as he's talking to the audience. Yeah. And then he turns around and sees one of them and then turns back towards the stage and then he turns. It's amazing. And if you love Jackie Chan, it'll make you cry because <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And to realize like what these guys did to, to do what they did for martial arts, what they did for stunt work, what they did for, for Chinese film, for Hong Kong film. And that Jackie was the one that 
made them, you know, they were unionized. They fought for, you know, if we're going to do this, we're all going to get paid the same. Right. To put those stunts on screen, to put, to, to have these guys do their own stunts and be able to get them to be actors in films as well, because that way they could do their own stunts and everything. It was incredible. Well, have you, there's one where they had, they show the stunt team for The Rock. And then they show the stunt team, or you know, the stuntmen for The Rock, the stuntmen for Jason Staten, for the, yeah. the hot, whatever. Yeah, it's like actors and their stuntmen, and it's and then they show Jackie Chan, and it's just him standing there. It's like Chris Evans and his, and, and yeah. Chris Pine and his, or whatever. And then you know, yeah, it was the stunt people for Lost World. It was you know, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard's and Chris Pratt's stunt people, and then Jackie Chan's just still in there. It's just like you know, these five people have played Spider Man, or these six people have played Batman. These two people. Have played professor x wolverine yeah and it's just Hugh jackman those are fun but yeah i think it's i mean i love the idea of having jackie chan in the film i love jackie. oh i do I too seen him forever and it's cool to have the type of film that'll have him you know come out of semi-retirement in a way because i don't remember the last film he did well you know I mean, after you do the tuxedo yeah you know, tuxedo's to... a great film oh my god it's an amazing film you that film you realize how bad of an actress jennifer love you it is <coughs> no anything you see <laughs> you realize oh yeah boobs yeah that, that's why she's okay she did that one movie where she was in a tank top the whole time and leaned forward at every time she screamed i know what my is that the one last with, summer is that oh yeah you know, but there's like, also the one she did with with sigourney weaver where that they, is actually an interesting that's film a, that movie's not that bad it's not that bad it's it's kind of funny ray liotta uh yeah her and sigourney weaver they're a mother and daughter uh, con artist team. team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember the name of that film. But but anyway, the last thing that I think I remember Jack doing was Karate Kid with Jaden Smith, who's now like I'm a spiritual master of um, uh, Yeah, I don't remember. That he. It seems like he hasn't. It's been a while. All I remember. Well, not all I remember. Whenever I think of Jackie Chan, I don't remember. I can never find. There used to be a show. It would come on after like Good Morning America, and it was like the it was the floor of a building. Yeah, and it was a talk show, cooking whatever. He was on that show, and of course Jackie has a <coughs> music career in China. He's a big time singer. He gets up to sing, and he runs through this entire floor. It's basically like if the entire floor was an apartment, right? And he runs through the whole thing singing. With these poor camera crews trying to keep up with him. And it was amazing, but I've never been able to find it. He's done a lot of animation lately. Yep. He did, you know, Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda, uh, Mr. Railroad Tigers, you know, Kung Fu Yoga, he nut, the Nut Job. <laughs> then, you know, he did The Foreigner, which was 2017, and Bleeding, oh, yeah. Bleeding Steel. The foreigner was the one. It's basically like, what if Rush Hour was really dark? Yeah, he like comes to America to kill somebody. Yeah, because his daughter gets killed or something like that. Then this year he has the Knights of Shadow between Yin and Yang, and he's got eleven upcoming projects. <laughs> Rush Hour four. I Shanghai really? Shanghai Dawn. Is that a Fox film? I'd pro- yeah, probably. I think. Does that still exist? Well, they'll make those. If it's Fox, they'll make those because... Rush Hour 4. Will they? Yeah. Tell me Tell me what happens in Rush Hour 3. Um, yep. So there's this... 
Yep. Asian yep. Uh, diplomat you can't, I that can't they need even to say. Tell you. You can't even That's begin it. to. Those movies are the same as when he does the the uh, Shanghai movies with with uh, Owen Wilson. I forgot there was more than one of those. There's like two or three. Oh, there's at least two because there's Shanghai Nights. Was it Shanghai Nights? And then there was like Shanghai Nights in London or something like that. Something like that. Because it was like Shanghai Nights with an N, and then it was Shanghai Nights with a K. Well, like one of the upcoming person. projects is Shanghai Dawn. Oh, he'll do anything. With him, it's him and Owen Wilson. Yeah, because Owen Wilson hasn't had a job in four years either. Last time we saw Owen Wilson was someone's impersonating him on Animation Domination. Um, Mr. Freeze, wow. Well, he's uh, Zombieland too. Owen Wilson's in that? Yeah. Wow. He, play, he, he plays Tallahassee's brother. Um, oh, he was in Wonder and Father Figures. Uh lost in london cars three oh got, yeah that was a cars three shanghai and he's got shanghai oh, dawn like four marry me french dispatch and bliss coming up ah mm-hmm. uh, well, there we go that's tested we just reviewed owen wilson's career but jackie chen has 11 projects so i don't know if he's going to be able to do the shang chi <laughs> or if he's going to be in it he may not be in it very long he probably isn't I don't that I don't that character if it's the character I'm thinking of it shouldn't probably wouldn't have a big ball past the first act. Who do you, so what do you, I, I I'm still trying to figure out the prim, what the premise is going to be. I know that they're going to Shang Chi versus the Mandarin. Yeah, go. That's it. Well, the Mandarin going to be trying to take over the monastery, if they, or if they change, if they make the Mandarin, because you can replace. Uh, Iron Man. No, 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 no. Ah, damn it. I can't remember the name of Shang-Chi's, like, mortal enemy. Turns out it's basically, like, Shang-Chi's father is the head of an organization. Right. And if you make the Mandarin Shang-Chi's father. That'd be interesting. You just basically use the Shang-Chi story, which is he got into this because he wanted to defeat the criminals that were in his family sort of thing. Right. If I, if, if I remember right. I haven't read a lot of the early Shang-Chi stuff, unfortunately. Have some of it. I bought a big run of that from Mile High like 15 years ago. Really? Yeah. Mile High is gone. It's so weird. They had, you know, because I mean, it's been a few years since Mile High has been to San Diego. Yeah, because no, he, he put this big letter about how he was so pissed off at right. for buying variants in Hasbro. And I'm like, that's not the reason nobody buys your comics. Nobody buys your comics because you used to have trades and you could sell them. Then he got pissed off because everybody else figured out. To you start know, the discount early. We'll start the discount on the first day because if we sell out, we don't sell anything until Sunday when we make it half uh-huh. off. So we better start the, the Mile High booth used to be completely completely full of product. Nothing was selling until you got to the last day. Right. And you could do multiples and you got down to the 50. That used to be, you know, back when when Mike and I were going, that was the last day. First thing we did, we got oh, yeah. Mile High and just tore it up. We'd spend two, $300 there because we'd have so many books. And then he switched to get to comics. And then his problem was he overprices everything because it's all guide. Yep. Guide is BS. Nobody pays guide prices when they're trying to buy multiples. If you're looking for one issue, if you're like Mikey, who was who had like two issues of Ron Mars's Green Lantern run, he had the entire Kyle run except for like two issues. Right. When he found him, yeah, he paid six bucks or whatever the guide was because I need those two. 
when you need a huge chunk of them, like I was trying to do when I was trying to complete the micro green arrow. Mm-hmm. And this guy has all of these issues and they're all like four bucks because that's guide. And I said, I'll take them all for two. And he's like, well, they're four because they're guide. I'm like, I'm not buying. Yeah. I'm not buying 20 issues of 40. If, I'm not buying 80 bucks where the issues that you're never going to sell. Correct. You know, that's why we sell a bunch of the stuff for, as dollar comics when, when, when uh, we do our sales for two because it's like. That's how you get that type of stuff in bulk. Anyway, that's why Mile High is gone. But yes, he gave up because he wasn't making any money because he's overpriced. Way overpriced. Even even when he was... The, the he was going I've above seen, cover even when he was making his discount the at the end. The things that I've seen from him is he got into that thing, that attitude of, we're Mile High, you should be shopping with us. Yeah. And I don't know. When you don't, I don't need you. You know, it's it's it's... I put myself here, and if I just put the name Mile High out there, people will come. Right. Um, so Paramount and Hasbro are developing. Oh yeah, there's one more. There's one. There, there's one more studio. Yeah, we're up, we're up to four. Well, yeah, we've covered. <laughs> we haven't had any Warner Brothers Disney, this Universal, week. Warner Brothers, Sony, Paramount, five. That's what I said. There was five big ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about? Uh, I'm I'm kind of excited about this because I, I love the ju- the Chuckles character. If that's what they do, right? There's a the thing. Well, they're already doing Snake Eyes, so they're already doing one. Spin-off. Let's get to Snake Eyes. Well, no, Snake Eyes is the first one. Yes, and then GI Joe is going to be the second one, which was originally supposed to be GI Joe. The was going to be the first one, and then they were going to do not Spider Man. <laughs> they were going to do. Snake Eyes. When they get bought by Disney. <laughs> They're going to do Snake, Snake Eyes, Eyes as Spider-Man. the second film. Snake Eyes is now, I think, the first reboot. I think so. And then they're doing, they're supposedly doing a spin-off of Snake Eyes. Yes. Which will be G.I. Joe. And then the the kind of news rumor that came out, it was yesterday, today even, is that there will be another spin-off, which may deal with more of the shadow covert type. You know, everyone's well, pointing see, doing to a it. Chuckles movie is pretty. I mean, you're never going to do a Chuckles movie. You're going to call it G.I. Joe Shadow Ops. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Chuckles yeah. Chuckles will be the head of it. Yeah. But you could do it where, I mean, if you take the IDW run of Chuckles, where he. You the know, IDW run of Chuckles also is very dependent on the IDW idea of Cobra. Sure. That's oh, the, yes. That's the problem, is if you're going to do that. And with the the thing I sent you afterwards, it looked like there. Well, was, that's uh, what I was going to get into next with it. There was there was a casting call, and when you went through the whole thing and you found out you had to pay a hundred dollars just to audition, right? Like those are not main characters. No, no. One of the guys on one of the GI Joe sites was like, "I can't believe they're doing the keel hall and airtight and barbecue. That's going to be the team." And I'm like, "No, it's a hundred dollars to do it. Those are all background characters." Exactly. The you Tomax may get Zaymot, a line. Tomax and Zaymot are listed in the casting as well as the Crimson Twins, and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't tell me that. Don't, you already screwed it up. Yeah, you already screwed it up. Come on. Um, so, but if they use Tomax and Zaymont in the background, there that could be the basis to do something along the lines of Chuckles. But even then, I don't think Chuckles works as a movie that isn't already grounded in an, a, a bigger universe than what two films is going to give you. Even though, yes, it was the second. It was the second book. Right, you know, GI Joe Cobra, GI Joe were released on the same time, and then the the origins ones, which were just one shots. Well, the first ones weren't. The first five was fantastic. Yeah, Larry Hama did a good job, and then he started doing the Mirror, Real American Hero, and that ooh, that first year. Well, Costa's run was really good too. 
Well, that's what Costa's run is. Co- well, it's G.I. Joe Cobra. It was G.I. Joe Cobra. Costa was doing G.I. Joe Cobra. Well, actually, G.I. Joe versus Cobra. Then it went to G.I. Joe Cobra. No, it was always listed as G.I. Joe Cobra. Wasn't it? I thought it was. Re- first, uh, the first series is Cobra. The yeah, first series is G.I. Joe, you're Cobra, correct. and G.I. Joe Origins. You're correct. Which was a five issue. The, the first five issues were the origin of this new Joe team. And then there were one shots or two shots after that that featured origins for like Zartan. Right. Ripcord. It was like, hey, we have to make Ripcord black now, so let's do it. Um, Beachhead one's really good. I don't know those old ones. No, but uh, how would you do what, what was the G.I. Joe movie called? They call it um, it's, it's got a Stolen Dollar. I don't remember. It's got a specific name now that, that they actually the have pitch, for stuff. Valor stuff. Acts of Valor. 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 <laughs> You're just making up crap now. So is Paramount. Um, oh, I can't think of what it was now. It's not that big of a deal. Ever Vigilant. Ever Vigilant. Yes. It's a terrible title. Isn't it? That's probably that's trying to say, hey, look, we are. Yeah. To fan or feature film and television auditions was the was the heading for the GI Joe casting. Well, this is that's because this is the official notice. It's basically a, it's something where they just send all the castings out. But would you do? It would has, you it, do? It's not a streaming or a television show. Paramount's not going to have a streaming service. They put it out for Hulu or put stuff on Hulu. Yeah, but they're not going to have their own. No. And I don't think they're going to waste that property there. Yeah. Upcoming production of Paramount Pictures, military science fiction action film, J.I. Joe Ever Vigilant, currently setting up open auditions for new talent to play the lead in supporting roles. Even though it says it in there, I can't see any of these. Well, leads. supporting roles because five it says and under. It's, it's open auditions to new talent to be lead in supporting roles. Included in the film will be a new team of Jones, Dan, uh, Dania, Dr. Adele Burkhart, Wild Bill, Barbecue, General Flag, Doc, and Keel Hall. That's not going to be the cast of the film. There's no, no way. Uh, main antagonist will be that Tomax be and Zamot. Main antagonist will be Tomax and Zamot also being cast with the Crimson Twins. <laughs> the, the thing with that, when I read that now, is that what they're saying is the main antagonist will be Tomax and Zamot. Also, they're casting those main antagonists. Right. G.I. Joe Ever Vigilant centers on G.I. Joe Force being reinstated for competition when the covert terrorists acquire a deadly new weapon. G.I. Joe Ever Vigilant is scheduled for release in theaters on March 27th, 2020. So Snake Eyes is not the first film. So this I didn't, film, I just I reread that. That that comes out. It's in, eight months away. Yeah, seven months away. And they're only casting it now. Yeah. Oh. Jesus, too. Yeah, the ninety-nine dollar GI Joe Ever Vigilant talent fee can be submitted through PayPal. Okay, so maybe the film's already. See, I I knew there was a GI Joe film already in production. So maybe that's not. You know, when they say. Uh, when they say a uh, co-starring or guest starring or you know well, supporting, when it says they're it setting, be, if they're setting up open auditions for new talent to play the lead and supporting roles, and then it says included, doesn't mean those are all the roles. Correct. And it also means they're maybe setting up open auditions for it, but this audition is not for a lead role. Correct. It's not for Duke or Roadblock or Snake Eyes or Hawk or whatever right. you're going to use. Anyone who's able to perform in a self-made audition video from scenes provided by the cast director are welcome to sign up for the J.I. Joe Ever Vigilant auditions. Sign-up fee is a one-time talent fee of $99. After the sign-up fee is submitted, talent will be sent to an email to respond with photos and a general information. Current cell phone photos are preferred. 
General information will require to be full name, age, height, weight, special skills, training if available to be contact information. Once the casting director for Jeju Everville contacts the actors, they will provide a script segment to create a self-made audition video. Talent will then email that video back to casting director and the process will continue with a live Skype audition. There's no experience required to sign up and participate in this talent search. Just money. <laughs> the money thing is what really is throwing me. The cash app username is dollar sign Alan Belts. B-A-L-T-E-S. I was like, okay, there you go. Please enter your email address in the four box when saying. You know, one of the first things that they tell you in Hollywood is if they ask you for money to do an audition or to, you know, to, to do something like this, run away fast. That was the thing that I looked at that and I was like, I don't know what really what that is. That's interesting. Well, I mean, what if it's a fan film? That's what I thought. That's what I thought the same thing. Now we're going to look like fools. We're like, oh, we've been talking for 10 minutes about a fan film. Um, so the whole idea is that Cobra has come back and no, they the need the GI Joe team again because after the last one, they the, the team was pretty much Dude, gone. just restart it at this point. Because how are you going to make the film and you're not going to have Duke in it? Or Scarlet or any of those. Yeah. The only thing you have is Roadblock. No, he wasn't. Ro- yeah, well, he was Roadblock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I want a new G.I. Joe film, but March 2020, it's really close. Especially, yeah, because all that's listed on IMDb is the director and the writers. Correct. Joshua Applebaum, Aaron Berg, Andre Nemec, um, DJ Caruso. I never trust anybody with their first name is DJ. <laughs> because of Last Jedi? So anyways, anything else you got? No, that's it. Anything in the comic book world? Nope. Also known as G.I. Joe Russian Letters. What? The working title G.I. Joe 3, original G.I. Joe Ever Vigilant, Russia. <laughs> it has the other title. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's great. All right. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.